Thank you for joining us at uh, Beer Fish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. Is it recording? That recording? I think so. Yeah, that's recording. It's all recording. It's all recording. I think. And if not, I guess we're just going to have a good beer day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, shit. I'm a little loud. Sorry. Is that better? There sure. we go. Better? Sure. Right. So, sounds good. All right, everybody. Welcome to uh, welcome to welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Grandy with Ma Pop Fishing. We got Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today we are on site once again at Peace Tree uh, down in Des Moines, Iowa, downtown East Village, right? This is considered East, East Village. Village. Yeah, East Village. Yes. Uh, it's one of our favorite breweries we love to to come here and drink and uh have a good beer and stuff but uh we decided to get on site and we actually asked one of our friends mr uh butters we call him uh or jeremy or jeremy what's going on guys <laughs> either or but uh he he came uh to come and join us and talk a little bit of fishing have a couple beers cheers welcome sir thank you i'm honored to be a part of this you guys have had uh some guests on here that are uh, pretty amazing people in the fishing community. Yeah, you and joined the pantheon of Jay Siemens and Taro Murata and Kristen Fisher and yeah. yeah, Spencer Bauer, Spencer Bauer, April Vokey. Oh, April Vokey. Yeah, just to name a few. Just, just a couple. Few. Just a couple. And, uh, just a couple. Jeff Kapaska, Ross Peterson. Yeah. Wow. There you guys go. Man, we've had some amazing guests. I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty pretty, pretty cool. Pretty fun ride. Um, but, you know, I, I, Fishy Kid and myself have been talking. You know, we, we'd love to just get some of our buddies on. I think these next few episodes, we, we've had a couple of our buddies on. And we're just going to have a little bit more. It's just, just a chance for us to not do so much Q&A shit and just drink beer and just talk fishing. Yeah, it just, for me, it just flows better. I don't have to... Um, <laughs> see, I can't even think of the word right now. Do homework, yeah. yeah. Prepare, research, <laughs> research. research. Like, I fished with butters the other day, and here we are. But yep. So um, we're in Central Iowa. It's about what is it? Spring? I guess it's it's supposedly spring. It's our, spring. Yeah, our weather has been shit uh, in regards to spring for fishing wise. I mean, we've had nothing but wind storms and wind storms and rain. And cold and snow. I think we had snow yesterday. I had snow in my house. It was house. flurries. Yeah. It was sleeting at one point. And then hail. And then, I don't know, man. I I, I was talking to kids. I was just like, I haven't caught shit, guys. I, I've been out fishing. But then again, I haven't been fishing as a lot at all the past probably month. But even when I get out, it has been a struggle. I'm on the struggle bus like no other. The weather doesn't help. It's like... I don't know, man. I'm just kind of, I'm in a downer mood right now when it comes to fishing. I don't know. <laughs> you guys tell me. I, I mean, I, I know I've seen some of the pictures of Kit and uh, actually you, you've been doing, you've been tearing it up. I don't know what the hell. I'm like, God, I got to go with you guys. But how you guys been doing and uh, what has been your guys' secret to success? Go ahead, Butters. <laughs> um, I've, I've been blessed this spring, but uh, I, I also went into the spring mainly targeting walleyes. As my main focus, um, 
I went out and invested in a new rod, um, and it paid off. Yeah. I think putting in a lot of time on the water, it paid off too. Um, figuring out the walleye bite, when they're biting, and what time they're biting. Mm. I think that was key for me after going out five times and not catching a fish. But uh, I've, I've gotten lucky. I've caught them around 20, 25 walleye somewhere in there already. So, so just, just to compare, I've caught one walleye this spring, guys. <clears throat> one. I've caught two. I'm oh. not that far ahead of you. Yeah, true. But still, but... Well, you caught like about a gazillion catfish. Yeah. So what time What time are the walleyes biting betters? For me, um, for me, what worked best was the, the night bite. The uh, Right before the last half hour as the sun's going down. And I think uh, using darker colors really paid off a lot. Dark colors at night, yeah. huh? Mm. I think that paid off a lot. Uh, a lot of people talk. I talked to out there. They were having success with chartreuse and other colors, but I stuck with the same purple and chartreuse little petal tail that it always worked. I don't know. Yeah. Don't 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 fix it if it's not you know not broken. I guess. Right. If you throw one color enough times, you'll always catch fish on it. <laughs> True. Right. That's why I always throw white. That's yeah. why I catch everything on white lures. Yeah, you even use white for walleyes, don't you? Yeah, it's just what what's tied on there. <laughs> but I'm I've been you know I've been doing other colors here and there. I actually got um got some prototypes. Oh, oh I heard the certified swimmer. I mean, I'm not like bragging or anything because they're already out. I thought I was gonna get like a way head start. Then I was asking Spencer about it. He's like, um, I was asking, well, what sh- what should I say about this? You know, what can I say? And what can't I say? He's like, just say whatever you want, man, and just wait till the uh, they're live on the website. I was like, oh, when's that? He's like, maybe next week or the week after. I was like, oh, okay. I thought I was like way way ahead in development or something. Ah, so, so I was, they, I was they, worried for nothing. I was like, oh, I can just go out and fish with these, and just say whatever. Are they available now? Yeah, you get them on. Uh, they're at drasticplastics.com. There he is. If I remember right. Is it is the website's up? Yeah, it's it's a collaboration between Drastic Plastics and uh, River Certified. Yeah, Certified Swimmer. Oh, it's nice. I'm gonna have to try it. Have you caught anything on it yet, though? That's the that's the main question. I've taken it out like seriously and fished with them twice. Uh huh. I haven't caught anything yet. Okay. And, and every other time I've been catfishing. So I haven't given them a fair chance yet, but it, I'm pretty confident in them. Is it a specific color? There, there's a few colors. Oh, are they? They have white for you? Yes. <laughs> and uh, chartreuse. Off-white, grayish. Off. Chartreuse. So shad-looking. Chartreuse. No. Shad-looking colors, right? Yeah. All right. Shady colors. And, you know, some of your chartreuse are purple, like all chartreuse. Yeah. So that way it should work for wipers, too. I would hope, right? It should, but cool. I haven't really been targeting targeting um, much wipers or walleye since I got the baits. But I'm pretty confident I'll catch fish with them. So if anybody doesn't know, uh, River Certified, he targets a lot of catfish. So he are, is he using those for catfish? Probably not specifically. Uh-huh. No, I'm just wondering, I mean. He's known for the catfish guy, so I was wondering if he's using those for catfish. Well, he's been using them for walleyes and stuff, and I'm pretty sure once the wiper bite starts, 
You'll be using he's those gonna be using gotcha. those for wipers too. And he's the he's been doing pretty good with the walleye. If you guys follow him, he's been catching catching a few walleye. Some nice ones. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get out more. I just just been busy with life, man. And then, like I said, this weather is just hasn't cooperated. Every time I go out, I just struggled, man. It's just I don't know. I like. Like I said, I think I don't know. If it was the last episode or whenever. I, I think the weather's just gonna go straight to summer. Probably. We're gonna have maybe like another two weeks, maybe at best of spring, and then go straight to summer. See, it's been like super windy. Um, if you're maybe just in the Midwest in general, but Iowa has been stupid windy. Today we got I don't know twenty plus mile per hour winds gusting up to 50, 60. and that's pretty much been the tail the tail of the tape for. This whole spring, ever since March, I'd say we get like three, four days straight of just wind, consistent. And then there'll be like a storm. It might be okay-ish for a day, and it'll be like a weekday or something. Yeah. And then three, four days straight, just pure wind. That's why I've been catfishing a lot. That's what I was going to say. I think uh, should have taken your advice, um, or people should, is that go catfishing. Because like you're saying, because you're not casting consistently. Like when you know when you're fishing yeah. normal, so then you don't have to technically deal with the wind. You do one cast and you just wait till the catfish bites, right? Yeah, uh, and you want the wind in your face when you're catfishing, so you just cast out a few lines. And I've been fishing in less than five feet of water for the most part, and you're not you're not going to be throwing an eight ounce jig in twenty plus mile per hour winds. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could if the wind's to your back, but. I'm not going to say I haven't done it this year because I've been out there. Yeah. In, in, in the elements. Yeah. I mean, it's paid off for you. But I've also been out in the rain where it, I didn't catch nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, four hours out in the rain, no fish. But that's that's a part of fishing, you know. You don't always catch when you go. But I think if you put enough time in, you're going to catch fish. I need a... You need to start catfishing with me. I do. I need to turn... I need, you, I need to bring you to the light. <laughs> that's that's actually uh one, one of my goals this year is to catch i've never caught a flathead over 10 and i've never caught a blue cat so over 10 inches i've never caught a blue cat period no i mean a flat ten, head flathead over 10. over 10 pounds oh okay just had to be sure no, i mean you never know no i've never <laughs> i've never caught a a big big flathead or a big blue i've never caught a blue period so those are two of my things this year that i want to do get done i might know a spot or two there you go you might have to go. You might have to take a trip with fishing kits. I'm, I'm always down for road trips, dude. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Are you ready for June, man? Oh, June, yeah, easy. So we stay, stay tuned. Uh, fishing kit, myself. We have a trip, kind of lined up. I, I, I think uh, I talked to the boss lady, and I think I'm crossing my fingers that we're okay to go. I'm not 100 percent sure yet, but if we go, it should, it should be a fun time. Um, do they have, they have blues there where we're going, right? Yeah, but it's not like it's not known for blue cats, okay. but they're in there. I think a lot of lakes in that state should. I mean, should we? Should we? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep to our no, yeah. like zipped no lips name. lakes. Uh, but I think most of the lakes down there, they have blue cats in them. Okay. Well, hopefully we can get on them. Hopefully catfish bite is good. But we're I, I'm pretty excited because like I said, I haven't really gotten a good bite at all. So. I'm hoping to crop. I mean, has any of you guys even been crappie fishing at all? Nope. I've for bait. <laughs> In your case, <laughs> I've been using uh, nasty. Sh- actually, chubs. Oh. I got a whole bunch of chubs. Sudden, 
shout out to him. He uh, oh. kind of gave me a little, little, uh, little spot. Ooh. He actually went out there. He caught like thirty, so I got like twenty chubs at yeah. home right now. Shout out to him. Uh, what was that YFAI? Go check out his channel. Wi-Fi. Yeah, YFAI. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, for sure. Because I went out with them uh, during the ICA. I, I was supposed to go out with them the other day, and I just freaking life. I couldn't even get out. Stuck with home with the kids. So, um, but yeah, you gotta let me know because I need bait. I want to. <laughs> I, I haven't caught a catfish yet. Then again, I haven't. Re- I only tried once this year, this open season. So I gotta go out a little bit more though. Yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, well, I need mo- I need bait too though. I can't just go with no bait. It's Mother's Day is coming up, right? So is it? Oh shit, it is. Uh, I usually start my crappie fishing a week or two before then. Okay. Um, that's when I'll start heading to certain lakes, certain places. Yeah. Try and chase fifteens and sixteens. Fifteens and sixteens. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, can you let me know if you get on fifteens well, and sixteens? Last year wasn't so productive, but the year before I was hitting fifteens and sixteens. Okay. You'll have to let me know because when I need bait, I'll, I'll know where to go. <laughs> dinner, man. Bait and dinner. Can't, you, you can't just use it for bait all the time. Yeah, you can. I guess you can. I'm just joking. I mean, <laughs> yes, I will use them for bait, but there are certain times of year where I specifically go on target crappies. People might call me crazy, but I don't, I don't, put the, I don't keep the 14s and the 15s. I try to put those ones back. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Do you have a certain reason why? Genetics. Genetics. Put put the genetics back in the lake. Hmm. If those fish are spawning at that point in time of the year, I think that you know, if you put them back in and let them do what they're supposed to do, five six years from now, you're going to catch those same fish, you know, down yeah. the road. That's what I think. Other people might disagree, but uh, I'm just trying to, you know get his dig a little into your uh, logic there. That, that's just my thinking on it you can keep 11s and 12s all day but it, well for a crappie to get to 14 15 inches it takes a while that it oh, I, I don't know if this is true we should I, I don't know why we've never asked the uh, the fish biologists we have on here but is it true i mean I, it's probably true when you say genetics so when they get to that size they can breed or at least their next breeding or whatever should have their genetic to possibly reach that. Theoretically, Theoretically I mean, that's right? my that's my thought process. I, I mean, it's there. I, I don't know how you can check that or, or or track that or not. But let's just say if you release a 16 inch, 17 inch crappie, is you know, is it more likely to produce fish in that size then? Because genetically, it, it, it's that size already. I think the odds are in it's, in their in their favor. Like, okay. if uh, your parents are both five foot tall. The odds for you being six, six foot is, six is going to be really low. Yeah. You know, odds are you're going to be about five foot tall, too. <laughs> right. Very true. Right. So, yeah, that I mean, it's if we use not that impossible. Type, but if we use that that biology, then no, you're right. Then releasing the big ones so they can produce, especially the females. Yeah. You know, right. if, if they're full, if they've got a big fat belly full of eggs, just put them back in the water. But the males protect the beds. <laughs> yeah. So in your case, you got to release them all. <laughs> You're in a conundrum here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just release the bigger ones in just, that sense. Just let them go because Butter said so. There you go. That's that's good enough reason for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm just giving you a hard time because I'm all about you know selective harvest and stuff. 
me personally, just let the big fish go, not strictly for breeding, but for the fact that that fish has the best chance of getting to that next level. Like you let that 16 inch fish go, it has a better chance of getting 18 inches compared to, I don't know, well, a 10, a 10 incher has a way better chance. One of the, one of the things I like to think about it too, is if I put this 26 inch walleye back in the river and then some kid who's 10 years old comes back two years later and catches it and it's a 30, 31 inch walleye, that kid's, that kid just caught a fish of a lifetime. Yeah. You know, and I, I like to think that when I put a big fish back, that that's going to happen someday for somebody. Yeah. You know, that, I don't know. Plus, I don't know. Big fish, they don't really always taste the best. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But I, I think um, crappies and bluegills are a little bit different because I think they can breed a lot quicker. Right? What do you mean quicker? Like- or they can produce more, an abundance of themselves. Like they're more pro- prolific. Prolific, yes. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, like you said, though, I think 11, 12-inch crappies, that's a perfect size to eat. I mean, if you can't, I mean, you guys got to catch like a 15, 16 inch crappie, which I've never caught. I mean, the biggest one I've ever caught was the 15, like, and three fourths or something like that. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. But I'm just saying, I've never seen a 16, 17, you know what I mean? So I most likely wouldn't. They're there. I've, I've, the biggest crappie I've ever seen was almost 18 inches. It's a freak. That's a freak. Uh, It looked fake. And it was uh, through ice fishing. It was local, really? too, wasn't it? Was it was very local. Huh. <laughs> and this lake's like known for a bunch of crappies, but they're all, you know, 10-inch range. And then this guy, he just catches this freak of a crappie. It was frozen solid. Yeah. Uh, so I went up and looked at it. I was like, what the hell? It looks like a freaking Bass Pro fish that you see hung up on the wall. It Jeez. was so big. It was, a, it was a freak for sure. I had a... 17 to 18 on my line in a very public place yeah hmm. uh and it shook 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 it came to the top of the water and when it came up i thought it was a bass hmm. that's how big it was and i'm like that's gotta be a 17 18 inch crappie and i i didn't get it obviously but i know they're in there i know they're in that certain body of water yeah. that's a big bait man oh my god crappie fishermen are gonna hate you kit (laughs) well actually we'll talk we never really really what's your guys's uh i guess game plan when you're targeting crappies like how do you guys go about it especially now during the springtime like do you just go shallow do you guys go to a specific spot i mean what are you guys using specific lures minnows jigs what are you guys doing so I'll let the crappy man go. Wait, I, do you have your crappy chronicles shirt on? I do. You do. <laughs> I do. Look at that. Uh, Look at that. Crappy. Hey, speaking of crappy, have, have you seen all the episodes? I I've watched both seasons. I haven't watched big, them all. Big fan. Um, I, so, fishing from shore, anybody can do it. Uh, slip bobber in a minnow, I think, is the best tactic. Um, I, I've caught in some of my bigger crappie using a slip bobber with a small. 16th or 32nd ounce jig mm-hmm. with, a, with a hair jig and then tip it with the minnow. Mm. Caught my bigger ones that way. Okay. Bigger profile bait. Um, 
this year I want to try to catch more from the kayak. Mm. I think that's that's going to be one of my challenging things for myself is trying to catch them from the kayak. Um, but if we're ta- just talking strictly catching them, I, I've always just used a slip bobber in a minute. From the bank? Cast it out, maybe the farthest 20 feet, reel it in slowly, cup, you know, every every now and again. And then sometimes you work the sides of the bank. You, you throw it out 10, 15 feet, and you just try and locate where they're at, and eventually you'll start catching them. Yeah, I mean, depending on how deep you are into the spawn, they're – it, they're stupid easy to catch. Right. You just look in the water and see where they're at, pretty much. <laughs> but speaking of crappies in the kayak, that's my favorite way to target them. Um, fishing like boat docks, boat slips. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever done that. Now, um, that is a crappie bite. Because like, you're just vertical jigging, right? Yeah, vertical jigging along some uh, boat docks, boat slips. Uh, if you could find a pile of crappies, usually there are underneath these boat docks. Not every boat dock will have uh, fish fish stacked up underneath them. But when you find like that one boat dock, you just sit there and just like basically just keep throwing them in. Like catch one, throw it in your bucket, drop it back down, you catch another. Break an ice rod out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think I think I try to make it a point every year to do that because I've last two years I've done like a little ice fishing challenge or ice rod challenge in the kayak yeah. uh, catching crappies. Haven't done super good in those videos, but it'll happen. I think I'll make it happen this year. I think that's definitely one of the benefits of having a kayak. Yeah, it's a lot easier to get in and out of those uh, boat slips. Like compared to a boat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can vertical jig because I think. Obviously, they have a harder time to, to get into to the vertical jig for the fish, for the crappies. Yeah, I mean, these boat slips are pretty big, too, the ones that I like to fish. But the boats that fish in that area, they're kind of just hanging out on the outside and casting into the slips. Like, for me, I'm just going right up in there. The The owners of this this marina, they're pretty cool about it. Like, they see me there all the damn time. Uh, depending on your marina or whatever, they might not like you there so much technically they can't kick you kick you off if you're in the water mm-hmm. well it's see, the, the rules just depend on what what lake you're at what state you're in because uh i tried doing the boat dock thing when we were out of state and the marina was like oh you can't come in between these you got to stay on the outside perimeter but the ones that we fish locally i'm like in there like inside each boat dock <laughs> like in between the slips as long, as long as you're like polite and I don't think not bothering mess. anybody. Yeah. yeah, but you're yeah. Most of the time, you're you're not bothering any boaters or you're not even interfering with anybody. So I think as long as you're doing that, you're fine. There's Just, always one Karen out there. Well, oh yeah. As yeah. long as like anybody that rents the slips, you just gotta be nice to them. Yeah. Because all they gotta do is complain. Next thing you know, okay, no, they're not gonna allow no more fishing in the slips. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll have some say in it. Like, technically, you're still on the water, but if you're, like, on the water that's underneath one of their their, their overhangs or slips, there might be some technicalities there. But I've never had a problem. I've been doing it for years. I've never had a problem. 
well, after this podcast, there's going to be a billion kayakers going down <laughs> and all these. So the, all these marinas like, where the hell are these kayakers? Dude, it, it's from? such a it's such a fun bite. It 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 is. Uh, I think you got me into it a couple years ago when you, you were catching. You're like, dude, you got to just go. You just vertical jig. And then, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's fun. See, that's where I messed up. I've always tried to fish with a bobber there. I just I just go right in there and vertical jig. I, I remember when he told me, and then I actually took out like my flashers. You can use your flasher and technically ice fish during yeah. open water season. That's it's how it is in regards to uh, fishing those docks. It's pretty cool. You didn't have to change your tra- transducer out at all, or I mean, I dude, I was ghetto man. I just put over the transducer on the side. Yeah, you're just you're just sitting in place anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not moving. If one if one slip doesn't have fish, you just go to the next. Slip. No, what I'm saying is you don't have to change out the transducer from an ice transducer to an open water. It doesn't make that big of a difference. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, unless you're trying to troll. That's okay. different than yeah. That no, it, he's right. It doesn't make a difference because you think about it. I mean, during the ice season, it's in the water. It's the same thing. It's just when you're open water, it's just everything is just no ice. That's I just the know they difference. sell them, so I'm just like, why? It's they sell the it? only it's difference the is like you're saying, trolling, trolling, or like. Yeah, or your, your traditional, uh, your traditional sonar transducer is hydrodynamic. You know, it's shaped a certain way so it cuts through the water or whatever. And the uh, ice fishing transducers, they're made in a way so they're balanced, like uh, in the middle. So you, it's hard to it's hard to go ice fishing with a regular transducer because it's hard to center that transducer because it's shaped all weird because it's supposed to be. Is made for cutting through the water instead of just sitting, you know, level, facing straight down. That's why. That's why the other one looks like a cone, the uh, ice fishing one. Yeah. That way, you know, it's level. You don't have to, you know, adjust it on a bracket or whatever. You just put it in the water and it just levels itself. That would have been a good question to ask Matt from uh, when we had him on from Bexlar. Matt Waldron. Yeah. I mean, I guess I kind of just answered it. But. Yeah, true, but <laughs> very true. But yeah, the vertical jigging boat docks, that's my favorite way to catch crappies. Because you just catch a pile. Like like I said, not every dock or slip is going to have fish on it. But when you find the one that, that has them, you just boom, 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 boom. And if you don't catch any more for five, ten minutes, just move on to the next one. Rinse and repeat. You need a good week of rain, just a week straight. Bring the, bring the lake level up like a I've, foot I was or two. looking at pictures from uh, other years i was already catching crappies uh during this time of year but you haven't targeted them yet no. either but it's been too windy for you to get the yak out anyways and i've been lazy i haven't put put my uh garment on my kayak not that you need it for those boat docks because like i say, i'm just combing through all the docks anyway yeah but less guesswork if you have a fish finder but not necessary i hope to get the yak out soon if not, boss lady say sell it. <laughs> sell it and get a boat so you take the whole family. Nope. Sell it and then I got to... Family and crew. Got to invest it in other crew. things. But I just, like I said, it's just been too damn windy, man. No no fishing or anything. Like I said, hopefully in these next couple weeks here. Worst case scenario, it just becomes summer. Still take it out. Yeah. At least that's what I'm hoping for. We'll I mean, see. If it really heats up like that, the wiper will just... They'll turn on. Man, speed, I swear we've been talking about this for like three podcasts in a row. That wiper bite. Soon, soon. And it hasn't happened yet. Well, I, I don't think the weather has helped us, though. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, it ha- look, I think it's, it's freaking, like I said, like uh, two or three days now, or two days in a row, it's been like 40s. Windy as hell, cold as hell. Yeah. Snow, flurries. It's yesterday. supposed to snow on Sunday. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, we, can, we can't get consistent. Consistent heat. enough because oh, I went out uh, with Sean with Saki Fishing last week. Uh, night, yeah, last last weekend or just this past weekend. I mean, the water temperatures are 39. I don't really I don't, 39. Yeah, it was 39 where we were at. Wow, that's cold. Yeah. So even this whole week, it barely got up to 60 ish or so, maybe one or two days, and then the rest has been 40s. You know what I mean? It's not going to heat up that water enough in time for the wipers well, or crap or anything. Really, I think I don't know. I could even be if it did, it would have dropped back down anyways. Because it's been it's below freezing every night for Pretty, like the next few days, I think. Yeah. Or it's going to be freezing every every night, I should say. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I've just been struggling. I don't know what the... I don't, I, honestly, man, I don't even know what to target. I mean, I, I guess I can go target catfish. Just catfish. I don't have the time, though. Because I think... How, how many hours do you think you put in to catch the catfish? Let's just say... on Let's average it out. Like, you know, how many times do you actually go out a week to, 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 to chase the catfish... And are those hours, I guess, how productive have they been? Hmm. Let's put it this way. I've put in a lot of hours trying to catch the catfish, but it doesn't take a lot of hours to catch it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. It just... I've the- been going out a lot. Uh, I don't catch fish every time, but when I do, it happens pretty quick. Like I get there, cast out. You know, I got three rods. I cast out two rods. And uh, before I even throw out my third third line, I got a fish already. Mm-hmm. So Sometimes I'm, it's like that, and then they just—I've been messing up. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me ask you though: <laughs> on, on on a weekly basis, how many times do you think you go out to chase catfish? Um, I don't know, two three times. So, are those two three times, how many times does it take you to get on that type of a bite? That type of a bite just—it I mean, depends on the week. That one that one day I caught like thirty. And that was after work too. It's not like I'm spending all day. So out. how many times before you caught the? You know what I'm saying? Those, like, those that makes all the trips when you go. And yeah. You don't catch anything that much. Better. But that very first day I went, my most recent video. That was the first day I tried going out to target them. I caught I caught fish caught that day. Yeah. That was after work too. So a couple hours after work. So let's say you go three times a week. Do you think you catch that at least one out of three days? I'd say two. At least one out of those three days. I mean, I might only catch yeah. one or two. Yeah. And how long are you out there for? Couple, depends. An hour, a couple hours. I got an upcoming video. I went to one spot. I didn't catch shit for like an hour. Went to this other spot. Same Story. thing again. No. Throwing out, you know, lines one by one. Haven't thrown out my third one yet. I got a fish already. Mm. And it was like boom, boom, boom. Couldn't even keep three in the water, huh? At least for a small window of time, but still, that's if you're only out to catch three or four fish. True. That's that's a good bite. Just gotta get out. I need a refill, guys. Dang, thirsty. Thirsty. Dang, getting sad about not catching fish. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> See, when you don't catch fish, you need a drink, guys. This episode is brought to you by Kelowna Brewing Company. If you live in Eastern Iowa, make sure to swing by Kelowna Brewing Company's tap room. Amazing food and amazing craft beer. 
If you live in central Iowa or in the Midwest, swing by your local supermarket and see if they carry the Kelowna Brewing Company line of beer. And also swing by your local restaurants, local bars, see if they have Kelowna Brewing Companies on tap. If not, make sure you guys request it. You, I kid you not, you won't regret that. Other than that, enjoy this episode, guys. All right, guys, and we're back. I had to get my refill. And I had to go do a flight. Five refills. Five refills. <laughs> They're small, man. So this is the thing about craft beer, guys. If you guys aren't into it, go. You guys get to try all types of flavors. I'm trying five different ones right now here at Peachtree. It's funny. I'm wearing a Colorado, Colorado Rockies hat, and there's a there's a distillery, Cedar Ridge. They uh, make whiskey, and their logo looks exactly it looks like that. Looks pretty similar, right? Yeah. Look, it looks like exactly oh, the same. It is. I just noticed. I just realized that. <laughs> Interesting. I, I remember uh, the Denver gang. They they said something about it. Maybe, maybe that's what. Maybe they changed it to that. Yeah. Could be a <laughs> could be a copyright infringement on one of them. I don't know. Who knows? Sorry, we're not trying to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> if, if nobody's noticed it, they're gonna notice it now. Whoever listened to the podcast, hey, <laughs> like some guy that plays for the Colorado Rockies, the owner or something. Like, you know what? I'm gonna check out this Cedar Ridge. You know, after listening to this podcast, <laughs> he's right. Their logo does look like ours, but we are still known as the greatest underground fishing podcast. Hmm. So I don't know if the owner of the, of the Colorado Rockies is gonna be listening to our. You never shit. know. You never know. Never know. I'm, I'm actually kind of interested. I want to. I want to know who is the uh, the biggest person who listens to our podcast. I'm curious. Um, when I say biggest, I guess the most like famous the, or actually I don't like care about the, the richest. I don't give a shit about fame. It's whatever, man. We we know the River richest. certified. He's freaking famous. Yeah, he's the most famous person that listens to our podcast. Yeah, shout out to you, Spencer. Miss you. We need to go fishing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to know who's the richest person who listens to it. I'm just curious. Spencer, River certified, <laughs> making that YouTube money. <laughs> oh man that's funny i ran into him twice uh last week just randomly yeah yeah he's probably like god damn it kit like, damn <laughs> this guy's following me around I- i've never fished with spencer but i can say that i have ran into the man the myth the legend probably at least three times randomly going to well-known fishing spots and he's he's always been a nice guy and Never had anything against him. You know, stand-up guy, really nice. You yeah. don't meet that many people that are like that out there. Normal. This is the thing. Um, I definitely have noticed a lot, at least for sure, here in Iowa. Anybody who's on YouTube, like that, has decent following or big YouTube channels, they're very nice people, and they usually are pretty damn just. They're not really fake. Like, I don't think you can be a jerk and people are going to like you. That's true. You know? I don't know, man. There's some channels out there who, who are they're a-holes and yeah. they got some big followers. Yeah. You going to drop any names? No, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that big of a... I mean, I would give a shit, but no, I'm not going to drop any names. Because like, I might want to grab them on a podcast one day. So right. I don't want to burn my bridges ahead of time. But... Mm, this is not bad. I'm this is the by the way, this is the nitro blonde. You guys got so this is the thing. If you guys uh never tried Peace Tree 
beer, the brewery. Uh, there's one in, they're originally from Knoxville. This is uh, one of the tap rooms in Des Moines. They're famously known for their blonde fatal. Fatal. It was good. Fatal. Or, or according to Mr. Yang, Fat Al. No, Fat, fat Ale. Ale. Blonde Fat Ale. <laughs> yeah, Blonde Fat Ale. I love Miss Mr. Yang. Hey, we might we might see him pretty soon here on our trip. Hopefully, if he shows up, we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll do. Maybe we can grab him on to do a pod. Him and him and uh, my brother-in-law. Oh my God, I don't even know how that podcast will be. It might be like a rated R version, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> depends. Depends what point in the day it is. That's very true. I mean, then man, then again, I don't know. We drink beer for breakfast, so it could be <laughs> it could be wild at like eleven in the morning. Yeah. Well, last time we recorded with them, and he was already. We were kind of tipsy, and it was noon. Yeah. So, Sounds okay. like a good camping trip. Yeah, you we might you might have to come with us if you're available. Like air, you got to put camping in air quotes. Yeah, camping. Actually, I, I slept in a tent that weekend. So, yeah, you camped. I actually camped. That's that's yeah. camping. We'll see. We'll see if if, if Kit's gonna hang out with us. He was too cool to hang out with us last time. I I hung out. You hung out, but you didn't you, you didn't sleep with us or that sounds so weird you didn't stay at our location at night i didn't stay at the cabins there you go like i'm a i'm a uncivilized had to sleep out on the ground in a tent (laughs) (laughs) but like i said though you guys definitely stay tuned hopefully uh hopefully my pop fishy will have a video one of these days It's, it's been like three weeks sorry everybody who even cares probably no one but I just haven't caught any fish. I could, like I was telling Kit the other day, like I could put a video together, but it would be a compilation of like five outings with one fish per outing. That would be interesting. I guess I could do that, but I was just like, it's a lot of work to even just do that. See, like surprisingly, our last trip that we had, um, I did not, I don't even know if I had very many videos on it. You didn't. We didn't do that well. That was the worst. Okay, this is the thing. So Sean, Saki Fish, I think he's going with us too, actually, this trip. Uh, he was like, dude, it was awesome, caught so much fish. But to us, for our expectation and what we've caught previously, it was probably one of the slowest trips that we've ever had there. I think so, yeah. It was, to us. But I don't know, if butters can go down there, man, you, you, you'll be amazed at the white bass. If you like white bass, as I know you do. Oh, I love oh, fish with stripes. Dude, the white, the white bass there, even kids, like, it, it, to me, to see him... Even like holy shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that- they they got some thick, like thick white bass there, and yeah. it's like they're all they're all big and thick. Like the one I caught on the river that one was that last year or two years ago. Yeah, like, like they're, they're all, they're all like that there. big. Yeah, if not bigger, they're yeah. yeah. You can catch piles of them. It's yeah. so fun. Sign me up. All right. And they're like, <laughs> it's weird. Like that's the only spot where I really catch white bass at night yes like midnight go but, out but you catch know white bass. you can walk out throw a line catch a yeah. white bass yeah yes it's weird but did you know my in-laws and none of them knew there was a night bite until we did it that year like three years ago three or four years ago because they never went out they said night bites suck until we we're like whatever we just went that one night remember yeah, and i'm not even a, like a night bite guy no no, you're not. <laughs> like, man, night fishing sucks. I say it all the time. But for some reason, out there, out there, we catch catch white bass at night. Especially white bass. It's so weird. Yeah. That's not really a thing here. 
No. No, you're I right. Mean, Usually when the sun goes down, they, they stop eating. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. I think even this past trip, even uh, Sean Wasaki, he's like, man, I never caught so many white bass at night. He Because uh, him and his wife went out, and we were just slaying it. I think one or one night before we left, he was, we were just killing it, man. Yeah, we'll fish the afternoon. Yeah. Go back to camp, eat dinner, uh, have a few drinks. Few. Next thing you know, it's like nine, ten o'clock at night. But yeah, let's go fishing. Yeah. Like normally here, like we ain't gonna catch shit. Like, <laughs> we ain't going fishing. But over there, like yeah, let's go. It's true. See, I love it out there because um, the, so the spot we get to is just like it's super secluded. So it's like you, you're away from the masses. You can be as loud and as obnoxious as you want. My kids run around can be as loud as obnoxious as they want and doesn't bother anyone see the lake is like in the middle of nowhere yeah that's why that that's another so, part of it so not, not many people want to drive to it right yeah it's it's freaking out in the boonies yeah sounds like my type of place yeah <laughs> that's why i'd never say that's why we're not gonna say yeah. what lake it is nope because yeah. it's just out in the boonies it's not totally unknown because people do know about it but yeah for the most part Every spot we go to, there's barely anybody fishing. I think it's unknown to Iowans. Yeah. Now, I've never heard of an Iowan. Has, we never fished there until my brother-in-law told us. Like, what the? Yeah, you look at this? the map, you pull out. This it's, is like in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. Like, how the hell did you guys, like, oh, let's just go here. <laughs> and it's not close to them either. Yeah. It's not in Colorado. Yeah. It's It's... It's technically the same distance for us to get there is the same for them. So did they find out from somebody else? Word of mouth? I think so. I, for some reason, I, Colorado, Coloradoans know about this spot. Yeah. Like, unless you fish trout, like a lot of the Colorado people, they, at least the, a lot of the ones we know, they go to other states to fish. Yeah. Because trout fishing, that's pretty much the thing in Colorado. Yeah. People are going into Colorado to catch trout, but... Everybody we know, they're going out of Colorado to avoid the trout. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them because if that's kind of all they have. And then, you know, I talk to my brother-in-laws. They go, I mean, they have the other species, the crappies, whatever. But the pressure is so crazy that you can't even catch anything. So you have to travel, they said, to, to catch a crop, a nice crappie or white bass or. They've got wipers out there. They do. They do. The, the state record uh, Colorado wiper is pretty big. It's, it's, like bigger, 20, than I, it's bigger than the Iowa. Way bigger than Iowa's. Yeah. It's like 24 pounds or something. Yeah. And you think that's because the water stays colder longer year-round? I think no, the water, I, the body water I think that would have bigger. like an opposite effect. The, yeah. the, the body water, I think, where it was caught was huge. Is it? Yeah, I think so. That fish must have been old. 24 pounds, then? is that right? At, somewhere around there. Well, that's like 26. Well, the Iowa Maybe record, uh, the Iowa record, the white uh, hybrid is what, 19 or 19 or 20? Right around there. I think he's like knocking on 20's door. Yeah. It's my uncle, by the way. Shout out to my uncle. I don't, I don't know if my cousins or my uncle listens to this shit. Probably not. My uncle still <laughs> has the record. It's on his wall. Kid you not. Oh. I don't know if that, that was, uh, he caught that back in 1990-ish or so. Not wasn't that not 1990 it's it's around there no it isn't that old uh, it's, i think, I think I, i'm pretty sure we were adults when he caught it 1990 i would have been like six years old 
Man, Five years ago. Pretty... Uh, I would have been. And I wouldn't remember that. I would have been four. <laughs> you don't think? Uh, I'll look it up. I'll find out. I'll, I'll look it up li- a little bit later. I wouldn't remember it, that it's your uncle it's, that caught. It's pretty close. It's around, it either is around 1990 or 2000. It's one of the. Cause I, That's I, like 10 year difference. I know. Well, you're giving me 10 <laughs> years, then damn it. <laughs> There's a 10 year difference. Give me 10 years, man. Might be 2010. <laughs> There's no. another 10 years. No, it's not 2010. I guarantee it. It's, it's around. Give me a five-year leniency. I think it's between 98 to 2002. Like, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. I want to say it's between 98 to 2002. What? That's, what I, I, that's what I think it, of it. I think it is. Right. What's, what's your biggest wiper, kid? My biggest wiper? Uh, like, it's hard to say. Um, the biggest one that I weighed was 13. That's a but big I've one. But I've caught ones bigger than that. But you didn't weigh it, though, right? I didn't weigh it. So if I had to guess, 15. The biggest one I've weighed was 13. But I've caught two bigger than that. When's the last time you caught a double-digit wiper? This was before I was making YouTube videos, for sure. Wow. I'd say, I don't know, six years ago. So it hasn't happened in a while. Not in a while. (laughs) It's been a while since I've caught a double-digit one, let alone... You know, one in the teens. I see people catch it all the time. Well, I wouldn't say all the time. I see I see people post on social media all the time. It looks like a double digit, but it's all about the angles. That's true too. I made my crappie look huge the other day. By the way, so if you guys are you following, arms oh way? hell yeah, man! I don't care, man. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not here to man shit. I made that shit look hella big. I don't care, dude. I'm like yeah, yeah. But you know, because I like I said, I only get to go out fish. You know, very rarely. And then when I catch three fish in one day, I'm going to make that fish look as big as possible, you yeah. know. But it's all right, man. I don't. It is is what it is. But, yes, I did. My arms go out that far. 2006. Was it 2006? According to See? the Iowa DNR I, website. I was in. I was within five years. I said 2000. 90, you said 90. <laughs> no, I said, ni- I said 98 to like 2002. 90. To 2000, Two. somewhere in there. That's like a 10 year difference. I said, give me a five year diff- uh, uh, in between there. I said, between 98 to 2002. And you kept moving the goalposts. <laughs> you kept moving it. Uh, okay, 90. All right, whatever. <laughs> Do you, you think the the reason why you haven't caught a big wiper, like a 13 to 15 to 16? You think that has anything to do with the lack of water levels? or? I think that's a big part of it. Do you think these last three years um, when I caught that 13 pounder, I was in my uncle's boat. Actually, there was enough water to at least get, you know, his boat. He's got a deep V too, to get his boat, you know, two, three hundred yards away from from uh, at the dam. He's got these signs like, oh, keep back 200 feet or whatever. Right. I'm guessing we were probably like 100 yards away. Uh yeah, it was deep enough for us to get his his boat up there, but those two bigger ones um, I caught after that after that fact, and uh, the water was a lot higher. There's plenty of water, but we haven't had water in our rivers for like three years. We're not gonna have it this year again. E- even if it here. rains like crazy, it still won't. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna have that much water again this year. See, when I first started doing the YouTube, I was still the water levels was high. Right. I think that first year, I started doing YouTube, 
during the spring, the water levels was actually like super high. And I was fishing at a spot I normally never fish because there's normally never enough water at that spot. So that was like three years ago. Man, I've been doing YouTube for like three years. Jeez, you're time, o- time flies by. Man. You're no G. And I'm still like bottom of the barrel. <laughs> It's okay. Least, least I can say I met you when you were at the bottom of the yeah. you, 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 uh, You're a day one. <laughs> it's funny, that's because uh, the way we met was just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I was up one night, probably 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, watching YouTube fishing videos. Can't sleep because I know I'm going out to my favorite lake the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I go out and I go, I ended up going to this spot and I'm, I think I was talking to, I think it was Matt maybe? My buddy Addy. Or Addy. Yep, Addy. And I started talking to him and I was like, yeah, man, I was watching this video, da, 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 fishing kit. And he's like, oh, that's him out there on the kayak right there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He paddles over, we, we talked, and then after that, we just message each other and go fishing. And yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, if there's a bite hot, we let each other know. and yep. It's kind of weird how that worked. And I don't know, I've just always been a big fan of his and some of his viewpoints towards certain fish species. And You, you kind of <clears throat> uh, vibe with me yeah. as far as like certain viewpoints on like I, I, I'm on, uh, on fishing stuff. I'm a big, uh, big believer in putting big wipers back in the water. Um, oh yeah, I, I think that's something that's important, not only for the environment around us because they eat shad. And- yeah, that's why I brought up uh, for me throwing back big fish. It's not about whether or not they spawn. Walleyes, there's basically zero, uh, zero. Uh, reproduction in our rivers wipers they they're sterile anyways i don't care if they reproduce or not it's just it's about throw, making them bigger yeah throw throw back that t- 10 pound fish that, make, make it a 10 to 15 yeah. down the road let it get big did we ever ask any of those uh, dnr guys like how how uh how long can a uh, hybrid bass live if let's just say no predators attack it how long can it live for i think we brought it up did we okay, i wasn't sure i don't know like they could pinpoint it down to like certain amount of years, but there was like a range of years. Okay. I can't remember. It's not super long. Yeah, they're exactly. not like a long-lived fish, but still, a ten-pound fish that's gonna take at least I don't know. I don't want to say a number because then I'm probably gonna be wrong. <laughs> but it's not gonna be like two, three years no, for a ten-pound. No, you're looking at probably I would say six to seven. Like years. six, seven, eight years, depend depending on where it's at. Yeah, where it's at, eating. what they're eating. I think you have a for for wipers. I think you're going to see a wiper get to ten pounds faster than you will in a lake. I oh, think. for sure. I, I think. Well, see, and again, it depends on the lake. Well, I, so then you so got to stay a little closer, butter. So butters. the 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 body of water that's kind of near us has the wipers that are. I think we can all kind of agree. Well, I don't know. It's at it's stunted at about the five pound mark. I don't know if it's stunted. I think that's, See, that's just, what I'm wondering too. Is it stunted? A lot of people think it is, but we haven't given it enough time. That's what I was kind of thinking too. I don't know. You I think, tell me. I think it's just the fact that the fish have only been in there for so long. That's just where they're topping out at. 
at the moment. Yeah. So you think maybe... See, if we're like 15 years down the line yeah. and we're still catching the same size fish, then I would say they're stunted. How long ago did you think they just stopped that? I think about like five, six years. So to get, so they're gaining about a pound a year almost. Yeah. Estimate. Yeah. Rough, rough, roughly. Rough, rough math. So possibly in about three more, four more years, there's a possibility to get closer to that. If, according to plan, you get too close. You think? I don't know. I'm asking close you. Close to what? To the double digits that we're wanting Ten to pounder? catch. Well, at the rate that it's going, it would take four more years. Assuming that they grow one yeah. pound a year. But then that's why I was asking. Do they last that long? Because that would be a 10-year fish then. Hybrids. If, if we're going to assume they, let's say, best case scenario, they grow two pounds a year. Yeah. Like throughout, through adulthood, too. Because I think normally for fish, their biggest growth is probably within the first one first few years of their life yeah and then you know once you reach adulthood like humans like us you know you're not gaining 10 pounds every year that you're getting older i I guess you can i guess some people can you can but i think the average person you know but you're not you know let's say you're what 190 pounds somewhere in there yeah i mean granted if everything stays the same, you're not being like next year. You're 200 pounds, and the year after that, 210. The year after that, 220. Can't. It could happen. I'm it just, could it happen. Could, you could do it if you really want. Oh well, we're talking about fish, anyways. Um, you know, assuming that they, once they hit a certain point, they grow, grow a pound every year. I think a pound, pound and a half is more realistic for for, so, for fish per year. So, so I'm I, I'm with you. I think. Maybe before we say, give it another three years to see where they're at. But even if they grow a pound a year, it, they're not going to be like a, like a flathead or something. That could be like 30, 40 years old, if not older. True. This will be seven year old. Eight. Let's say a 10 pound wiper is 10 years old. That's a fairly fast growth rate. Okay. I don't know. I, was... I think. I don't know. Let's say it takes a. 60 pound flathead 30 years 30 years 30 years. 25 years yeah that's I think old I, that's an old fish but you're right I think hybrid tripe I think when we had uh, the the DNR or the biologist on I think they said that it's about I think that's about their lifespan dude Ten, like 10 to five, 12 years I think so something like that he said yeah, maybe, maybe they are growing like 2 pounds a year for hybrids but then that's it like, like average wise yeah but then I, I don't think they last beyond that though do they who who knows but we do know how to age fish yes like there's like a bone in their ear those their scales remember you can see or the their lines. scales you can see the lines now there's dude we gotta do that that, that, whole, that whole well you need like a microscope and yeah stuff. shit I'll, I'll i'm down to go get a microscope and we could really age the damn fish it'd be cool as hell well, not a thousand dollar microscope. Hold on, <laughs> electron microscope. <laughs> Let me get the cheap one. Hey, who wants to donate to us, BFF, and we will do it. We'll do it on the fishing kit video on my pop. It's for or, science. Or, or, yeah, we'll, for yeah science. it's for science. We'll do it on the freaking podcast. Donate a microscope. See, we're, we're we're like diving into shit that we have no idea what we're talking about. That's gonna be cool. I mean, just talking about like. It's all right to go down rabbit holes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, our last podcast, fishes. we talk about 
sticky rice for like 20 minutes with rice. Which, by know, the way, I've never, had, I've never had sticky what? rice either. No, oh, see, man. you got to no. bring it back up. That's why. No. See, we got to do it. The, uh, right. the approval... I consider myself semi-cultured, and I've never had sticky All right. rice. So the approval for like a white dude when they get introduced to sticky rice so far has been 100%. I, yeah. I think there's a good chance that you'll like it. <laughs> All right. I'm not saying I won't because I know I'll probably like it. So this is what we're going to have to do. Since Ryan and since Butters hasn't had sticky rice, we might as well do a freaking cookout. And then they can try it with fish. Like, you don't even have to be a white dude to like sticky rice. Guaranteed. You're very true. Well, look at us. Hello. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. well, we're it's, already familiar with it. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about, like, being new to the sticky rice scene. Yeah. I've heard about it. It's, it's, it's been talked about around me multiple it's, times. Everybody I, that's I've been introduced to sticky rice. So they like it. We'll, we'll go sticky rice and then we'll do Migo Rang. <laughs> they got to be introduced to those two fillers in life. It'll yep. change your life. The short ride show, Ben. Oh, yeah. Did he try it? He's a, oh, he loves Migo Rang. Oh, for real? Yeah, he loves Migo Rang. When did he the try noodles? it? noodles? Yeah, the noodles. Did he try it with you or did he, we told him and he went to go try it? Uh, I think he watched one of my videos and then he asked me, like, hey, where can I get these noodles? And for for a while, it was, the weird thing was there was a shortage. It was yes. so weird because I was like, "Oh yeah, just go to this Asian store." He went there. He said, "There's none." I was like, "No way!" <laughs> like, there, like, what? <laughs> okay, try this other Asian store. And he actually went to this other Asian store. And he's like, "They don't have it either." Oh, what? Uh, oh my God. Like something's weird going. <laughs> then he went to another Asian store. Said, they don't have it either. He he bought like some other brand, and he said it was good. Uh, I never seen that brand. It was like a different flavor too. But he said it was good. I was like, "What? I was like, Weird. Why is it so hard to find Migurang?" Then I go to the Asian store. It's like, "Huh? I don't see Migurang." <laughs> and then I told my uh, other buddy Josh. I don't know if you ever met Josh. I think we ice fished once together, maybe twice. He's got like freaking an impressive beard. Yeah, his big old yeah. beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I ice fished with him a couple yeah. times. It was around that same time period. He was having a hard time finding Migurang too. I was like, what? So apparently there was a shortage of Migurang, like over the winter. And then once he finally found it, I actually, uh, Josh came over. He uh, helped me f- work on my sink, had put a garbage disposal. I don't, I'm not very handy. Don't, ha- don't hate on me too much. But he, like, it, it was even tougher. A handy guy like Josh, he had a torch. He had to torch the, um, I don't even know what it's called, but he had to put a torch to my sink just to get the old uh, drainage pipe off. Man. But anyways, so I was like, oh, you know, I asked him, you know, do you want money or whatever? And he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't want no money. Don't tell me you took meager rank. I was like, here you go. I'll give you a five pack of meager rank. He took it home. Oh. Like, I swear, he left my house. Uh, I don't know what time it was, but 30 minutes later. He's like, oh, my God, these noodles are okay. the best noodles ever. Where can I buy them? All right. And I told him where. And he, he went to these agent stores. And he said he couldn't find them either. I was like, what? Kit, I'm reaching out to Migurang. I think it's Indo something. Indo Me is, uh, is the brand. All right. They need to sponsor us. <laughs> and there's, the reason why we're talking about this, because you guys, are, if, you got, if you're listening to this part already up to here, it's yeah. because thank Migo, you for sticking around yes, with us for yes, this long. Thank you, number one. <laughs> but honestly, because Migo Rang, it for some reason goes hand in hand with like fried fish. 
It really does. It's so good. With it's so freaky. or it's just so good. You throw right, anything so, in yes. there. We're, we're we're giving you guys that low down on this. Hungry man. It's dude, damn good, dude. It's like the it's it's the greatest fried noodles. That's not fried noodles. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, you know, quote unquote fried noodles. Yeah. But you don't fry the noodles. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyways, back to my story. <laughs> so I ended up randomly, you know, after the fact that I, I figured out there's a meat garang shortage. Uh, I saw a post on Facebook. One of my buddies, he runs, he owns an Asian store, and he had like a whole pallet. I was like, oh shit, meat garang is back in stock. <laughs> so I went to my local Asian store. I should have went to his store. But I went to my local Asian store near near where I live, and they had, like, boxes of them. And I text Josh, like, hey, they got a whole bunch. Back. And he's like, yeah, give me a box. <laughs> so I bought myself a whole box. I bought him a box. The box has, like, 30, I think. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is it's cheap, too, guys. Well, because co- when I was back in college so many years ago, a box, like he was saying, like, 30-something, it was, like, $7. This is perfect college students food it's probably like 25 bucks now i think damn is it really i think so like 20 holy shit no way i think i think so for I mean, 30, still though? less than a dollar for, for 30 though no that's not, that's not bad. are you sure i think it's like 13 15 bucks i thought last time i saw i don't know maybe, maybe. okay i'm like if you pay your maybe it's a pack of 25 i could be wrong right, i'm gonna go look it up but anyways sorry everything's gone up man inflation and true blah 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 stuff <laughs> <laughs> same people that were buying all the mega rang up were probably the same ones buying yeah. all the toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, man. But you wait, like we, we gotta buy all the freaking mega rang. So we're gonna have to record this. We're gonna record their reaction. Like when once they try the sticky rice with you know whatever fish whatever, and their reaction once they try mega rang. I think we'd have to make it two different things. I don't think we could do it at the same time. No, no, no. We won't do it at the same time. You do it, catch and cook. I, it's gonna mega rang. I'm all of it. Together. It's gonna change your life. Butter, with sticky rice, it's going it. to change your life because you're going to be like, shit, I needed this in my life. Me, you're so good. It's man. damn good. Dude, my kids can't get enough of this stinking thing right now. They love it, man. I'm about to go home and make a pack. I know. Right this so Even though I got some riblets marinating <laughs> in the fridge. I guess I know where I'm going to buy this weekend. It's yeah. me go right. And, and, and then when you're making it, do, do not make it like regular noodles, by the way, guys. You got to okay. follow the directions right. of For how those to make that it. don't know, you know, traditionally instant noodles, it's like a soup. But with these ones, you boil the noodles, then you drain out all the water. You don't want any water. You mm-hmm. might. You might leave a little bit of water. A little bit. Because it'll it'll kind of keep the noodles somewhat moist, but it's like a dry noodle. Mm. So you drain all the water and you throw in all the there's a there's usually uh like a dry seasoning pack and then you got your wet seasonings. It's kind of like got a some kind of oil, uh some silasa, sriracha for your uh, are as English speaking people and a, and a and thicker a, soy sauce and like a dark soy sauce. Okay. And then your dry stuff. It's got MSG, by the way. <laughs> don't freak out. I know people hear MSG and they. It's freak not a out. big thing anymore. I don't see people freaking out about people MSG. do. People still, still do. Low? People still do. Oh. I guarantee you. Some people that listen is like <gasps> MSG. Oh my god! I'm not gonna eat it because it has MSG. <laughs> but MSG ain't that bad for you. Don't even trip. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen to Doctor Kit. But for real, I eat what I want. It's not so. the. It's not great for you, but it's not terrible. That's, that's my diet. But anyways, yeah, it's got your dry and wet seasonings, 
So you drain all your water, you mix it all together, and it just man, it's so good, dude. But but why this fits in with the fishing podcast? Because when you guys, I'm telling you, you take the noodles, you wrap it with some fried, whether it's crappie, even white bass, any of those battered up fried, put it in, and you, and you wrap it in like a, a, a nice big old lettuce. With that, um, t- for some reason, that shit just goes together. It's so good. It's just because you get a little bit of the lettuce, you know, vegetables. You get a little bit of the carbs and the noodles. And then you get the fried fish. It's just bomb, dude. Maybe it ain't just that good. You could probably cook the steak until it's cardboard and throw it in there and it'll still be good. <laughs> but, uh, very true. Very true. Anyways, um, we, we went down like a freaking rabbit hole of 30 minutes food, of your food again. <laughs> but, uh, but it happens, man. So, hey, this is what's going to happen when you have just friends and we just... Talk fishing and drinking. What do you, what's, I am getting hungry. Though. I appreciate you guys having me on here. Yeah. Well, had a blast. Anything else for uh, Butters before uh, we wrap this up, Kit? Um, normally, well, Butters isn't like a social media personality. This is normally when I ask people, or I'll ask our guests, like, how can they get a hold of you if they want to get your, throw your YouTube or your Instagram on here, Butters, <laughs> if you have it, but. I mean, if you want to throw your Instagram up there, go ahead. I don't have one of those. Oh, see, exactly. Or we can change it. You, you can be like, all right, when, when we have our buddies on, this is, you know you know how uh, a River Certified has a last cast or whatever? So we're yeah. going to copy River, River Certified. Hell yeah. No, I don't know. Just, nah. Second to last cast, buddy. <laughs> Anything you want to talk about, you go back to a subject that we already talked about or any last words you want to say. Second to last words. Take a kid fishing. Take a um, kid fishing? Okay. I, I think that's really important. I, I don't think that I would still be fishing today if my my uh, grandfather and my mother hadn't taken me fishing as a kid growing up. Mm. I think that without them, I wouldn't be half the fisherman I am today. Even though I've learned a lot of the stuff that I know on my own, I wouldn't be doing this today if I hadn't been taken by... Uh, <clears throat> if I hadn't been taken by them. So take a kid fishing. That's my advice. Okay. Hmm. Very true. Yeah. For like, I think most anglers, they've, um, the reason they enjoy fishing is because they went as a kid. I know not every angler ha- is in that situation. Yeah. Because I know Gord's, you didn't really fish much as a kid, right? Nope. Didn't get a chance to because, um, It'll be another rabbit hole. We can talk about that. We can talk about that you on dabble, the next podcast. You dab into it a little bit. No, I never got a really chance to uh, get into fishing because uh, my uncle passed away from fishing. And then right when I was born is when he passed away from fishing. He drowned from, in, in the oh. Des Moines River. And then when that happened, it was like the whole family never fished. Like I, It was kind of a taboo thing, people fishing when that happened. So I, I never knew that. See, that's what I said. It'll be, we'll have to do another podcast, and I, I I can explain to you what happened. But so when I was growing up, I never, my dad never really fished because even though he was like an outdoorsman and everything, but when his brother passed away, right when I was born, when that happened, because they were big, he was big into fishing. Mm-hmm. Right when that happened, it's just kind of like it was a taboo thing for the family to do. Mm. So 
I didn't get into fishing probably till college, dude. Right. Wow. Because I was, I was, it was never, <clears throat> like I said, it was like, nah, you don't do that type of thing. Like, you know, because it was just kind of, it was like a bad McGumbles, bad luck thing. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I felt. Then I got old enough, like, man, F it. Because, you know, me, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. And then I just do it. And I'm like, holy shit, kind of, it's fun. Just wish I was good at it. And then I suck for like 30 years. I mean, it's, it's no fault of your own that, no. you know, you lack the experience that some of us have had. Yeah. But, you know, these last few years, you know, you can't you can't keep using that excuse. Bastards. <laughs> but, oh, I didn't finish till college. <laughs> Whatever. Like, well, how, how far are we from college now? No. <laughs> but anyway. Touche. But back to that, um, you know, I'll share some personal stuff. So uh, when I was younger, my dad would take me fishing. And my my dad passed away when I was young. Eight. No, I don't even know if I was eight years old yet. But that's kind of uh, his legacy. Me fishing. So To you. Since, yep, for that me. you remember of him. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're doing a damn good uh, job of honoring him. That's Thanks, sure. man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I said that, right? But you're, yeah, doing so, a, you're doing a great job of honoring him so and his legacy. Yeah, like, you know, I was young. If there's anything... That you know, he left that I can remember is fishing. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And totally then that's cool. that's why, in a way, you love it. You know what I mean? It's part of you. Yeah, it's part of you, man. Appreciate. That's why I am fishing kit. Fishing kit. So, other than that, man, make sure you guys thank you so much for listening to us. Go check out his YouTube channel, Fishing Kit. Check out my pop fishing. Hopefully, I have a video one of these days. I'm going. I'm trying, guys. It's not. It's not from lack of effort. Uh, <laughs> I hope uh, you guys aren't tired of the catfishing videos because I got, I think, three in the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. Actually, people like it, man. It's all right. I like it. Catfishing. Oh, uh, I'll bring oh. this up real quick. Uh, speaking of Spencer, somebody's commented in one of my videos. That they feel like I am the Asian River certified. <laughs> like, wow, that's one hell of a compliment. Like, I don't know how Spencer feels about that. How embarrassing. <laughs> we have to get him on to ask, how do you feel that Fishing Kit is the Asian River? Well, one guy <laughs> said that. It's nothing, right. nothing, you know, nothing's official. It's not a trend yet. <laughs> but <laughs> we fish for the same stuff. Right. I mean, I'll take it. We live in the same area. Yeah, we live in the same area. We fish for the same stuff. There you go. But yeah. But no, man. Butters, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Thanks for Appreciate having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And other than that, like I said, guys, um, can't say any more, man. Appreciate everybody who listens and follows. I've been seeing the downloads. Um, it's just grown. Kind of cool. Kind of cool to see, guys. So super appreciative of that. Share. Anybody else who wants to listen to a bunch of idiots talk about fishing, drink beer, have them check out BFF. That's all I have to say, man. Until next time, guys. All right. See ya.